Hi, and welcome to Apothe Kelly, a podcast about herbs and natural healing. I'm Kelly Cook, creator of Moonflower Apothecary and Alchemy. Join me as we discuss various herbs and their many healing benefits. I'll share with you nerdy herb facts, traditions, and some of my own tips and recipes. You'll learn creative ideas to start crafting your own herbal apothecary and how to bring this green magic into your life. Welcome today. It's been a long time since I recorded a podcast. I'm sure the same is with me. You probably get busy sometimes too and your list of things that you hope to accomplish gets pushed to the side. So it's kind of nice to be back. Um, I am inside this morning. I'd hope to sit outside. It's nice and cool this morning um, where I live, but it is also really windy and really noisy. So I'm going to try to do this inside and hope that my little dogs don't bark too much. Um, I plan to do a podcast on making fire cider. So for those of you that have been asking me about this much-loved recipe, and there are many traditions on how to make fire cider, that is coming next. But this morning, I'm going to do just kind of a quick, off-the-cuff, much-needed podcast about what's going on with me and with a lot of people that I have encountered in the last couple of days. So let's talk for a minute about what's going on in the universe. We are just coming off the edge of the equinox, the autumn equinox. We just finished a really powerful full moon on September the 20th. I don't know about you guys, but this was a major shift for me physically and also really an emotional shift that it really rocked me for a couple of days. I'm very sensitive to the changes in um, the moon and seasonal shifts, and I know many other people are as well. So this was kind of a, a wallop, to say the least. Uh, this time in the wheel of the year is a really beautiful shift And with that full moon and the coming of the equinox on the 21st, it brings balance. Of course, the equinox is a time of the year where things are perfectly balanced. So within ourselves, within the universe, things are balanced. But always, it seems, when things are trying to achieve balance, they get a little sideways for a minute. So... If you're feeling that, this podcast is for you. Uh, These are going to be some tips on how I try to find balance when things seem a little out of kilter in my life and how to maintain that in a healthy way with our herbal allies supporting us. So for me, uh, what I have been experiencing and what my clients and my coworkers and my friends and family have been sharing with me It's just a lot of emotional turbulence going on right now. There's a lot going on in our world as we're still navigating our way through this challenge of the pandemic. And it brings a lot of emotions and it's a lot to deal with. So what I thought I wanted to talk to you about today is how to support yourself through these ups and downs 
with some herbs and I'll share with you what I'm using and what I recommend to folks. So first let's talk about um, herbs to support you in the right now. So these herbs are called nervines or nerve tonics and they work to soothe, calm, and comfort the nervous system. And then we'll talk about another group of herbs called adaptogenic herbs, which you've heard me talk about before. And those herbs work on a different level to, um, to help you find balance and have a healthy response to stress on a daily basis. So it's more of a long-term treatment versus nervines that are sometimes used only in the moment when you're in that sort of, oh my gosh, what is happening to me moment. Um, I make an elixir for this if you're interested. It's called Chill Pill and it's super helpful. It's a liquid tincture. I take this pretty regularly when I feel kind of an upheaval in my body and it contains herbs such as lemon balm, passion flower. Sometimes I add skull cap to mine just for a little more calming, soothing. So let's talk about this for a minute. A nervine is a class of herbs that works specifically on the nervous system to soothe, to calm that irritated feeling that you have that causes distress in the body. My go-to is passion flower. Passion flower seems to work really well for me. I love it in a tea. I also make it in a tincture and I use them interchangeably. My favorite go-to, as you probably know by now, for herbal medicine, I love teas. It's a very gentle way to incorporate herbs into your daily routine. And also, I kind of just feel like the act of making tea itself is sort of therapeutic for me. It immediately, when I start the water to boil and I feel my little strainer ball with the herbs, my body sort of is signaling like, oh, okay, we're doing, we're doing something good now. So I love an herbal tea and I keep a blend on hand at the shop and also in my home that's real simple and you can certainly do this for yourself. It's dried, whole chamomile flowers and leaves and dried passion flower. If you can get the flowers, that's great. I did not do very well with my passion flower plant this year. It didn't really produce very well. So um, I'm buying passion flower dried and you can certainly use that. It's mostly leaves. Uh, you might occasionally find a little flower, but if you can make just a nice 50-50 blend of dried chamomile and dried passion flower, keep that in a mason jar with the lid on it and make yourself a cup of tea in the evening or any time that you're just feeling a little um, disheveled. It's really nice. It's a great flavor. Add some honey to it if you like, and it just really starts to soothe and calm the nervous system. So, of course, chamomile is well known. Um, Chamomile can be used for lots of different things. I use it for the digestive system because it's really good for a nervous, upset stomach. It's also good to help bring on sleep. 
by calming the nervous system. And of course, in times that you feel a little rattled, chamomile tea or chamomile tincture, which would be just a little bit stronger perhaps, uh, those are great additions. So think about adding that in to your herbal apothecary because chamomile has a lot of uses. Another one that is a great go-to for calming the nervous system but also works great for the digestive system is lemon balm. Lemon balm is really, really useful as an after-dinner tea because it helps in a very gentle way with the natural digestive process and it is very calming to the nervous system. So it's great after dinner because you've usually just had a really big meal. Dinner is normally my biggest meal of the day. So um, not only does it help me with my digestion, but it also helps me sort of get in that slowing down, calming my body, getting prepared for a restful evening and sleep. So I love lemon balm as well. Again, tea is normally what I use, but it is a powerful ingredient in my nerve tonic um, that's called chill pill because it just works really great. I just a couple of months back made a lemon balm spagyric, which as I've talked to you before is a really potent whole form of the herb. So if I am really in the crux of something heavy going on and I just feel very rattled, very emotional, um, you know, I cry very easily. I'm a, I'm a crier. So sometimes when I feel, feel tearful, um, that lemon balm spagyric, I'll just go have maybe five drops of that straight under the tongue and it works really, really quickly. That is a super potent, highly effective way to take lemon balm is in that holistic spagyric form. So those are some really great ones. Another one that I want to encourage you to give a try, especially you ladies out there, I feel like we carry a lot with us on the day-to-day. And that's not to say that you fellas don't. We all have a lot going on right now. So if you are caring for your family, caring for your children, possibly now taking on the role as caregiver for your parents or grandparents. If you work in a healing profession such as me, where you hold healing space for others, I want you to really consider incorporating this super powerful, underutilized herb into your apothecary. And it is milky oats. You guys, this is one of the most powerful herbs that I have ever used when it comes to the nervous system. It works quickly, and it is truly to me like a hug from your grandmother. It is just so soothing and so calming. It's very restorative. It works on a cellular level to help those nerves rebuild, to regenerate, to regenerate cellularly. That's a mouthful. (laughs) Um, Milky oats is a specific formula made 
from the seed tops of young oat plants. So what I'm talking about is what we grow and use as a grain for our oatmeal. So just eating oatmeal is really, really wonderful. Of course, it's it's great for many things. It has some of those healing properties. And you can even make an oat straw infusion. Oat straw is what they call um, the stems of the oat plants. And how you do that is to buy oat straw. You can normally get it in the health food store. You can certainly order it from uh, Mountain Rose Herbs or any of your herbal wholesalers. Uh, You just put like, I take about a cup of it dried, put it in a, a big mason jar and fill it to the top with cool water. Sit it in your refrigerator overnight and let it do its magic. Strain it out and drink that infusion throughout the day to hydrate your body and also restore nutrients. It's super, super nutritious. And when you're under a lot of stress, you are depleting your body of nutrients because it it requires a lot of you. So this oat straw infusion is a nice kind of a tonic drink. But what is really, really powerful in that oat plant are those early, fresh, little buds at the top of the oat plant. They come early in the spring. You harvest them when they're in what is called their milky state. So that means you go out there and squeeze it between your thumb and pointer finger and a little bit of white liquid comes out the milk of the oat. So milky oats tincture needs to be made fresh. Don't waste your time buying dried oat tops to make milky oat tincture. Go ahead if you don't grow it, and I do not currently grow it, so there's no shame in buying what you need. Purchase fresh tincture that someone has made from their freshly harvested green milky oat tops. This is one of the best gifts that you can give to yourself. It is truly cooling, hydrating, and very, very restorative to the nervous system. I have found myself over the last year incorporating milky oats into almost every single nerve formula that I have made. I think it is a powerful, powerful herb that we don't use enough. So I encourage you to try that as part of your restorative regimen. Um, So these are just a couple of things that I use regularly. I'm going to mention one more that you normally hear me talk about when I am discussing with you sleep disorders, but it is in the family of nervines and that is skullcap. So skullcap is a wonderful little herb that is like a nice warm blanket for your nervous system. If you have what I call busy brain, you can't make your brain shut up because I have that chronically. Uh, I make lists compulsively in my head in the middle of the night while I'm trying to sleep. Um, So skullcap is my go-to. Sometimes I get up in the middle of the night and just have a dropper full if I know it's going to be one of those nights where I just can't make it be quiet. But also, you can incorporate skullcap into your nerve formulas because it is that warm, cozy blanket for your herbs. 
So the name Skullcap comes partially from the little flowers. They're little purple flowers that almost look like a nightcap. But to me, what I think of when I think of using Skullcap is taking that herb and pulling it down over my head like a nice skull cap, like a nightcap. And it just calms and soothes the nervous system so that I can quiet myself and rest. Because when you're in a period of stress or overexertion, when you're burning the candle at both ends and you've now cut it and lit the middle, as they say, Skullcap is what you need because what your body requires is rest, be it sleep or just periods of quiet. So Skullcap is a great ally to use during those times. I hope that you will try to find these herbs, incorporate them into your apothecary in whatever form suits you best. You can use all of these that I have discussed as teas, tonics, or tinctures. And if you can get your hands on a spagyric, give it a try. Now I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, I personally don't love the taste of Skullcap in the form of a tea. It's a little bit bitter for me and I don't like to use a whole, whole lot of sweetener. So I generally use my Skullcap as a um, tincture, but you can certainly do whatever your palate will allow for. The next thing I want to talk to you about are herbs that you use more on a daily basis for maintaining a state of healthy emotional wellness. We live in a world that is so highly stressed. We work really hard. We play hard. We watch a lot of news. Social media is constantly poking at us. I just feel like there is a lot going on and it's sometimes really hard to escape that. It's really hard to turn it off. So what I go to are herbs that are classified as adaptogenic herbs. My favorites are, excuse me, ashwagandha. I love ashwagandha and I use it regularly. I also use herbs such as rhodiola or riadala, however you choose to say it. I think the proper name is riadala, which sounds so pretty to me. Um, What I would suggest that you do are try these one or two combined together at a time. So right now what I'm using is a blend of holy basil or Tulsi as it is called. Um, I also put ashwagandha with that and then sometimes I will put in a little lemon balm or um, even another adaptogenic herb like reishi mushroom or schizandra berry. These are all adaptogens that help our body adapt to stress. So I will caution you that the herb classified as Siberian Riadala 
is a little bit stimulating. I don't normally take that past, um, you know, like three o'clock in the afternoon, just because I sometimes have issues with sleep. So I don't want to add anything that can be a stimulant to that. Um, but during the morning and early afternoon hours, if you feel like you need a little bit of support, that's a great one to go to. Holy basil or Tulsi makes a fantastic tea. It also can be taken in capsule form. Gaia makes a great supplement for adrenal health. Um, I believe it's called adrenal support and it has Tulsi or holy basil in it. Um, it, it's just a very gentle way to support that stress response in the body. What we're always hoping to achieve is balance. So that's part of the reason that I just felt compelled to speak about this today because this is the season of balance. The earth is moving towards winter. Things right now are in the harvest state. We're literally harvesting our gardens. We're preparing for that final harvest of the season before everything in earth goes quiet, where the sap starts pulling back down into the roots and everything goes deep down into the earth to repair, to restore, and to rebuild, to emerge again, fresh and healthy and whole in the spring. So I always try to think of my body as a product of this earth. And I feel that happening within me right now. Not that I don't feel vibrant and alive, but I do feel myself starting to already begin that shift of inward instead of outward. I am, as you know, a Leo. I am a definite child of the sun. So during the summer months, I think that my energy just is so outwardly pushed, I can barely maintain balance for myself because it's just all coming out, it feels like in these rays of light. So now I can certainly feel that there is a bit of a shift going on and I'm already starting to focus inward. And these herbs kind of support me in that seasonal shift to, um, you know, make my way into a place of regeneration so that I can restore all that has been depleted over the, the months of summer. So I go to these adaptogenic herbs to restore my nervous system, to allow me the ability to rebuild and make sure that my body is in a really healthy place. So there are a whole long list of adaptogenic herbs. I've, I've named just a few here that you might want to consider. Um, but my favorites for specifically rebuilding the nervous system and helping me adapt to stress. Uh, I love to use holy basil. I just think that it's super restorative and it's a nice gentle way to treat your nervous system. I do combine it with the milky oats that I talked about before. 
I also will use Shizandra Berry. Uh, that's a really nice adaptogen, which I love. It's also called Five Flavor Berry uh, because it does sort of have all of those tastes of sweet, sour, salty, bitter, um, pungent. You know, it's just a, it's a really cool little berry and it makes a beautiful bright red tincture which I also just love any tinctures that come out bright red um, like sumac or st. John's wort or the Shizander. I just love them I'm not sure what it is about that that I love but all of those are beautiful sitting on the shelf in your apothecary they'll just make you happy to look at um, you might want to consider incorporating in this time of year other herbs that are nutritionally potent, such as reishi mushroom or um, lion's mane mushroom. That's a really nice one that works on cognitive function as well as sort of in an adaptogenic way to help our bodies, you know, kind of deal with stress and that sort of thing. So I hope that this will help you. Um, I think that these herbs really help me in my quest for balance. You know, when you give, 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 or when you feel like every bit of you has been taken by someone or something, you have to rebuild yourself. And it is very powerful to use your herbal allies to help you rebuild what has been depleted in your system, both nutritionally, but also emotionally. So another thing that I'm going to mention before I go today is apple blossom flower essence. I really feel like that resonates with me this time of year because I live in apple country and this is the time of the apple harvest. We just recently had our apple festival in our county, which is a huge celebration of our apple farmers. That is a symbol, not only of the change of season here, but it's a symbol to me of that, that inner divine. So when you cut the apple in half, if you cut it you know, width-wise, not length-wise, always you'll find a star in the center of it. And when I was teaching school, we would always have our little kindergartners do this really cool little art project. They would cut the apple in half, and then we would have them use it as a stamp. And they would stamp those little stars from the inner seed of the apple core onto their papers, and we would have them do this cute little poem about the star within that everyone has a star within. So to me, that is what apple blossom flower essence says, that the apple blossom helps bring forth that star within. And sometimes when you're feeling depleted, that star within gets a little dull and dim, and you might not even be able to find the light from it. So as you're using your herbs, and supporting your body physically with herbal medicine. Consider using 
herbal allies in the form of a flower essence such as apple blossom for emotional wellness to support that same healing process in the body that that inner star within you is really powerful it is the essence of who you are it is the part of us that is created from the divine it is truly your connection to heaven, to the divine, whatever your spiritual belief is, that is your light inside. That is your star. So be sure that in your daily practice, particularly when you're feeling a little depleted, a little weary, that you make sure to feed that inner light, to feed that inner star. It's really difficult to care for others when you yourself have not been properly cared for. I know I'm the world's worst for giving, 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 giving to everyone and everything. And then I just feel sort of frustrated and sometimes even a little bit resentful because I don't have anything left for myself. Now, in all honesty, I don't have anyone but myself to blame for this because I'm the one that forgets to feed my own self, to take care of my body, to take time to sit still and meditate, to go inward and think about what is going on with me and how I can be my best self. So I hope that these herbs will help you not only on a physical level and a mental level, but to help you emotionally to ride out this change in seasons to achieve that balance and that equilibrium within yourself as we continue to move through the wheel of the year into the season of fall into this season of abundance and harvest as we're preparing ourselves to go inward for winter I thank you for joining me for this episode of Apothecary. I hope you've enjoyed our topic today, and I hope that you've found some inspiration for your own path of natural wellness. Until next time, may you be happy, healthy, and well, and may you add a little green magic into your day. Thank you so much.